It's time for Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair in West Reading. Got a question about your vehicle? Give us a call at 610-374-8800 or 888-401-0459. So let's get started with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Here's Tom and Ashley. Hello and welcome to the first edition of Idol Talk with Tom and Ashley. I'm glad to have everybody here. This is our very first uh, edition of this and I am super, super nervous. But of course we have Tom here. Hello. And then we have our guest Don Humanic who is the man with the plan I should say in terms of our uh, show name because he um, did a marketing campaign almost to uh, get people to vote (laughs) for you. So... Hi. How's it going? (laughs) It's going fine. Good. So tell us about how you came up with our name. Idle Talk. Yeah. Well, when the the contest came up, I submitted. Tom had asked for a number of them, and I think I'd submitted. I think you'd submitted a bunch of them. Yeah, five or six. (laughs) There were quite a few. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, the the whole thing was you're talking about cars. You're sitting around just with coffee. Idle chat, idle talk, yeah. idle cars. Perfect. Talk. Yeah. Radio show. Love it. Yeah, I think you put like 12 names in. Well. I, do, I do have the spreadsheet with everything in. I could uh, go back and look, but I know it's a lot. Well, I'm, I'm in the marketing business, so. Uh, yeah. See, <laughs> see, we we knew that, and Tommy's like, you know, Don put a bunch of names in, and I didn't know who put the names in. So when we went through the list, he's like, what do you like? And I'm like, I like this one, this one. You know, we went through a yep. whole bunch of them. And I then... took everybody's name I took everybody's name off, and they just saw show names. You know, which show names do you like? Yeah. So, and then Tom did the bracket, and here we are. So yeah. it's yeah. really cool. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you and your hobbies you are the president of the berks county mustang club yes that's correct. and is that an elected position is that official it is an official wow yes. look at you yeah. nice. it has as a uh, six-figure pay <laughs> yeah. they're they're all zeros <laughs> they're but, all uh, zeros <laughs> before and after the comma and even the first place yes but yeah it's it's uh it's uh, a, a great club a great bunch of people to be around uh we're all Car nerds, uh, yeah. specifically yes. Mustangs. Us too. But we like everything. Right. And, uh, you know, we're getting out more and more in the in the Berks County area. We have members from oh, Harrisburg, Palmyra, wow. Pottstown, Allentown. Cool. So, so coming from pretty much everywhere, it doesn't have to be Berks County. No, it doesn't. That's um, cool. It's, it's um, if anybody would like to just come out and... Um, Enjoy cars. Out. Enjoy yep. cars. Mm-hmm. Hang out with a, a bunch of cool people. <laughs> I was going to say you, you should do like a monthly meetup too. Uh, yeah, we we do a monthly meetup uh, at Mission Barbecue in uh, Y Missing from April to uh, October. Okay, uh, the first Wednesday of every month. Ah, um, so uh, that's open to all types of. Uh, Makes and models. It's uh, cool. We're not Mustang specific. We okay. Like to see other things as well. Yeah. So this is just really <laughs> informal. Just come out, 
talk about your car, see what what their what have some food, yeah. Support Mission Barbecue, which yep. they have a great um they have they have a great mission um you know for supporting veterans mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff as armed forces. So yeah, great food, and uh, they have very good food. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just low key. Just come out and hang out. That's cool. That's really really nice not to have like a. I have to get my car all polished up, and I have to do this. It just come out. Yeah, just yeah. come out, and make it happen. Some of us have been there with the car at all pretty dirty so uh. yeah <laughs> well i, I can <laughs> say okay. that i can say that i struggle keeping my car clean so it's uh it's uh yeah because I, I mean i drive it all the time so it's yeah. it, you know it does just doesn't stay clean so and i got a big parking lot door ding in the mustang oh uh, like the last like really big windstorm i was i went to target and i came back out and you know i didn't didn't pay attention to it because it was on the passenger side and i was and then i saw it when i was leaving and i was like oh <laughs> So you got to get the the painless dent guy out for me. Yeah, that's the thing. You either drive them, or you let them sit in the garage and rub them with a diaper. And yeah, but that that's it's, not it's, the reason to have a car, you know. I know it's um, it's hard to keep them um, perfect if you drive them. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, tell us about. I'm sorry, I'm hogging the conversation, Tom. That's all right. Okay, that's all right. Tell us about your <laughs> labors of love. The <laughs> <laughs> more, more like uh, you know, you, I I know you have a rare Mustang, but tell us about what makes it rare. Um, actually, well, I own uh, several Mustangs, but the one I've had since high school, bought in 1980, so I've had it. Well, basically, it was my first love. Oh, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, see, the, I just interrupt for just for a second. Tom and I both have first love cars that we. Um, swoon over every time we see one in person, and they are not Fords. We but we do swoon, and you know we see one. Oh, point out! Did you see it? You know, mine's a Datsun 240Z. Oh, yeah. Mine will come up at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed? No, not oh, at all. Okay. All right, but I'm sure it'll come up at a later date. Yeah, but I anyway. So first love. Um, yeah, I uh, bought that car in high school. Wrecked it, restored it, oh. restored it. Uh, you know, had it repainted, drove the stuff out of it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Which is what has to happen. Yeah, and then I parked it at my dad's house for a good number of years until we bought our first house. And okay, started to rip it apart. We had our first daughter. Yeah, and uh, life happens. Life happens. Yeah, um, got working on it pretty heavily, and then my son came along mm-hmm. and. And then at that time, we moved out here to the Reading area. Oh, okay. Um, and then about a year later, I was able to get it uh, painted because um, it was all ready to paint and put back together. Oh, okay. Um, but it had just been in primer for a long time. So all the it was disassembled but ready uh, to be painted yeah. in pieces. Yeah. Okay. Which and, is the way I know the way you do, you're supposed to do a, a classic car. Yeah. And um, so that was, you know, I was the first show I went to with it at Carlisle. Uh, Ford Nationals in 1999, and it bagged a uh, magazine feature. So Shazam! Look at you! I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. I mean, I knew that you'd been written up, but <clears throat> that was wow. the first time. Yeah, in and that's like 2001. I think they finally got published. Okay, and that's a great story too because you've had it for yeah. so so long. And back to your question, Tom, yeah. what makes it special is um, it's a what they call limited edition 600. It was a Philadelphia area only promotion at the Ford dealerships. Um, okay. It was uh, specially equipped, special color. It was, it was a flower power red. 
<laughs> Excellent name. Yeah. I love Excellent all their names. color. And the advertising for it then was all flowery and, you know, 60s-ish. Yeah. And um, it was specially equipped with, you know, full wheel covers and AM radio and white walls and that kind of. Ooh, all the hot All, all, yeah, all yeah. the jam. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you save uh, 80 bucks or something. Like that. <laughs> nice. Um, so it was only uh, in the Philadelphia district only. They advertised that. Um, and um, they were su- their sales goal was to meet 600. And they advertised it to say be one of only 600 people to ever own one of these cars. They only made 100, or 503 of them. Oh, and so, uh, you have so, number? Uh, well, they weren't. I don't know what sequential they oh. were. It was, they were built in batches. Okay. But mine was built on the first or second day of the batches from what i can tell nice cool and um um you know i restored it and and have shown it a lot a lot 20 years yeah and uh enjoy it i mean i still drive it awesome so we're gonna take uh we'd like to i'm just gonna preempt this story just for a second and we're gonna take some phone calls so please 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 feel free to call in um we can talk about mustangs we can answer any Weird car noise questions that you may have. Um, uh, phone number 610-374-8800 or our 800 number 888-401-0459. Please feel free to call in. We'll take some calls and we'll talk about things and we'll talk about idling, talking with uh, Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair and Don. And Don. And Don. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Hey, welcome back to Idle Talk. <laughs> They're laughing at I was me. Like, I was like, you go. You go. What? You go. It's you <laughs> go. <laughs> what? Tom, Tom turns on this radio voice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have to. I got the microphone adjusted much better now <laughs> when we were in break. But uh um I think we'll, we're going to take a phone call here. We'll uh, talk to Irene in Burnville. She has a question about vintage Mustangs. Yes. I heard you talking about them. Yes, ma'am. And I was wondering, where can I find out a good value for them? Mm. You know, I I know it's probably out of your, not the, what you're looking for right now, but I'm just trying to find out what, if I do want to sell it, what is a good value? Mm. That's an Excellent question. I'm going to lob that over to Don. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a, it, um, there's a lot of uh, evaluators out there that can appraise your car. Um, usually they, they look at the high-end uh, cars, um, the Shelbys and the, and the Mach 1s and the big blocks and things like that. And um, I have a 15-footer. What? A fifteen it foot. Looks, oh, it looks, looks good, good from, from fifteen, 15 feet. feet. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm di- I, okay. I got gotcha. you. Well, what what, year, what is year is it? it? Yeah. Uh, Sixty-eight. Is it a coupe or a fastback? Fastback. Fastback. Yeah. Oh. Well, well sixty-eight fastback. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's interesting if you follow the markets, which I typically do. Uh, fastbacks are the money makers. There. Yes, they are the um, desirable they will, units. They will bring almost twice as much as a regular coupe will. Yeah. Um, um, it all comes down to condition. Um, a nice driving, running, driving car uh, will bring in pretty decent money. Um, totally restored, what we usually bring top money. Yeah. Um, being a fastback, it can be 
in poor conditions that still bring a lot because people want those to modify. Um, your best bet, and what I advise people, um, is um, not to sell it on eBay, but go onto eBay and see, mm-hmm. find something that's comparable to yours and click over to the sold auctions. Right. And as you start to look at what they have sold for, you can start to put a real value to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you follow along on the uh, the auctions, Meekum and Barrett-Jackson, mm-hmm. um, those prices that people pay at those auctions are very inflated. Yeah. Extremely inflated. Yeah. So the, you could, I mean, you could look at those and kind of take a certain percentage off every every time. I mean, I don't know if you watch any of those those auctions. Yes, I like, watch them, like and I, I know my car is not in that league. No, no, but um, the but that you could... You could value that from the top dollar, you know, the perfect taken apart, put back together type of car. Yeah, I I would say if it if it's a fifteen footer, um, I would and it's uh, what color is it? Red. It's red. Oh boy, you got all the good. You stuff. You got all the good ones. This is a V eight. Uh, it's a three hundred two. I think a it's a three hundred two. Yep. <laughs> okay, so it's a three hundred two. Don't t- don't tell them too much more. Don't, Ashley's going to want to buy it. I'll, where do you live, Irene? I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, uh, I I never really thought about it. But then I had a couple offers, and I didn't if, know. If it, you know, if okay. it's not rusty and it's it's in nice shape, I would say like a really nice one. You can find them for I'm going to say. About twenty five thousand dollars in that range. Now, Irene, when was the last time it started? It's been like three years. My husband died a few years ago, and I just didn't have time to. And is it in your garage? Yes. Okay. So it's probably that's that's good. It's probably very nice. I would say I'd I wouldn't give it away. That's for sure. I'd say I'd say it's probably. You know, in the twenty to twenty five thousand dollar range, yeah, without even looking at it, that's probably that's probably about right. Yeah. Um, from as you describe it, without seeing it, uh, I just didn't know where to look to even start looking for values yeah, or anything else. eBay yeah. is is your best bet. Um, some of that's geographic. If you get in the California and some of those southern states, they'll they will jump up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can give you a good idea of what it, they sell for. Yeah, on um, the market. Also, just when you. When and if you decide to to sell that, just um, just as a note of caution, you know, just don't let anyone take advantage of you. You know, just don't you it's know? A, it's a very desirable. It's, it's a car. very desirable vehicle, and make sure that you vet the people that are coming to visit you. Uh, well, just, the just one person of, that saw the car in the driveway, you know, because we had you know, or in the garage, mm-hmm. he stopped by a few times. Mm-hmm. And the last time he came by, he really and basically insulted me. Mm. Well, you don't know what engine's in it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, how can you look at mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, "Well, why do you need to look at?" It? Well, no. It was just the answer is no. <laughs> right. The answer you know, is no. And I just he really turned me off with that. Yeah. Did he make it? Did he make an offer to you? He did. And it was at the end of the conversation. I was so upset. It was like, yeah, I'm not even talking to him. Good. Yeah. 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 yeah stick to your guns. Stick, know what you have. Yep. And, 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 you know, you hear, you hear a lot of stories about, you know, um, widows like yourself selling a vehicle to someone that they really 
created a relationship with because you had a relationship with that car because that car is part of your husband. So you really want to find the person that you can say, and this is, this may sound crazy to people who aren't car people, but can I come see it? You know, can I come see my car? You know, and if someone says, come by any time, I'm going to keep it. I love this. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I've always wanted one of these or whatever the case is. And you, and you truly believe them, then that's a good sale. But, um, you want to make sure that you're going to sell that car to someone who's going to love it as much as you did. And that's basically how we got the car. Okay. And, um, when it comes down to it, it's like, I don't, you know, if you start insulting me, forget it. Exactly. I'm not even interested in Mm-hmm. Doing any more of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even that conversation is over. Yeah, yeah. The, the buyer <laughs> yeah. needs to respect absolutely you and your previous ownership of the car as, as well. Yeah. Especially a car like that that deserves respect. I mean, you've had it for this long, and and it's important to you. And and you know that if the buyer potential buyer gets fed up or angry or short, you don't need that. So. Yeah. But Irene, we wish you the best of luck um, in in selling your car or whatever you decide to do with it. But thank you so so much. Yeah, thank you for the phone okay, call. Okay, I just heard you talking about Mustangs. And yes, I ma'am. I was trying to find some place where I could get a good, you know, what the going value was. Yeah, uh, vintage vehicles. Any vintage vehicle is really hard to find a really good value. So, um, but I think I hope we've helped you. Yes, you did. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good night. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right. We're going to go to Tony in Reading, if that's okay with you guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go to Tony in Reading. Yes. Hi. Um, I have a, a car question where uh, I kind of have a problem with my car right now where I'll come to a stop sign or a light or whatever, and it's like the car wants to keep going. Oh. And uh, I've been told that the brakes, brakes have been checked and the brakes are good, and I'm just wondering offhand, you know, are there any comments that, uh, uh, suggestions that you could give me that <laughs> might be the problem or, oh, or, or absolutely. What type of car is it? Uh, it's a 19, uh, 79 Ford Escort. Oh. I'm sorry, uh, 1997 Ford Escort. Oh, 1997. I was going to say, I don't think they made wow. them back in 79. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a beauty. We're, we're talking vintage cars. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that is technically vintage, yeah. So is that, that's fuel injected, oh, right? Yeah, 97 Ford Escort, and it wants, yeah. to, it wants to keep going. Does the engine yeah. I, Does the engine idle seem to be high? Like, or no, does it seem uh, to kind of... Does it rev like it just sounds like mm, like it doesn't want to like the idle like the RPMs it, don't want to come down? It will, it will do that, and I've been told uh, now this car has just been sold to me. Like uh, everything, like parts have been redone, and I was told the other day that one of the problems could be is that the pet the gas pedal and the brake pedal are too close together. Is that possible? Well, well t- tell you, me how to epiphany you, as you were talking. As you were talking, I am going <laughs> to... <laughs> well, I, unless you're hitting both pedals at the same time, I uh-huh. I doubt it. But I am I am going I'm going to go back here and and this is uh, this is a memory from Tell me I'm get in the Wayback oh, Machine yeah, I'm here. Going, I'm going 10 years back here. So I'm going 10 years back. I actually worked on a car that did this. And it was weird because it would do it like you'd be going down the highway and it would accelerate on its own. And mm-hmm. it was really weird. And what it ended up being was the PCV valve. 
on those and there's a Put there's a hose in. yes and there's a hose that collapses on it and it actually lets extra air into the intake system so like when you come to a stop and it just happens to move in the right spot mm-hmm. it would give the the car it would essentially act like you were you were pe- pressing on the gas pedal when you came to a stop say yeah. what a, what what does PCV mean? It's a positive crankcase ventilation is what it is. So, and and what it does is it actually sucks the gases out of the crankcase. Like a little mm-hmm. bit of a little bit of the exhaust gets past the the piston rings in there and they use that to suck those back out and burn them. So instead of going out into the air. So yeah. I I would take a look at that valve and mm-hmm. uh and uh, basically, see if that is what your problem is. And they're right. not—they're not crazy expensive. Um, mm-hmm. But I, if I remember correctly, he did have one put in somewhere. But we actually had to put an original Ford one in. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we actually had to get an OE Ford one for that. And what's the name on that again? It's a PCV valve. PCV. PCV. Yep. yep, PCV valve. Give that a try. It okay. it's it's not very expensive and I I I'm going back and I I kind of remember, you know, guy going down the highway with kind of the same problem. So. Yeah. All right, we got to hit our next commercial break. Thank you so much for Thank the call, you, Tony. Tony. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Sure thing. Thank right. you very much. Bye-bye. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. Welcome back to Idle Talk on WEU and WBYN. My name's Ashley. I'm here with Tom. Hello. From King's Auto Repair, West Reading, 732 Penn Avenue. Uh, we're not open now, but the phone number is 610-376-3892. And our website. KingsAutoRepairInc.com. And our Facebook page. King's Auto Repair. And our Inc. Idle Talk Facebook and page. Idle Talk Radio on Facebook. On Facebook, okay. So, all right, yeah. Just started that page um, tomorrow. If you're listening, we're going to try to make this into a podcast too. So, yeah. uh, if you're not listening now, maybe uh, or there's something you want to revisit, it'll be there later. So we're here to, with Don Humanic, Hello. Don, and we are talking about Mustangs and classic Mustangs and restoring and old cars in the Rust Belt and all sorts of and cars in the Rust Belt, which is what we're in. So we wanted to ask Don about his green Mustang. Yep. Tell uh, us about that. Yeah. Well, so earlier yeah. I told you about my red orange yeah. mustang mm-hmm. limited edition 600 well within the promotion there were two colors there was uh, flower power red okay and there was groovy green uh, and it's a bright lime green yes um so those two cars in the promotion certainly was an eye catcher to get people to drive down to their ford dealership and see what's going on there um so this other one um i acquired in the fall of 2015 um, from uh, somebody who contacted me and said they, they, their husband had the car for a long time and they wanted to sell it. Um, and so I said, I'll confirm. I'll, I'd like to come up and look at it. And right, confirm. yeah. And with no real intention of buying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's how that always goes. Yeah, I'll come take a look. <laughs> yeah, and I confirmed what it was. And it... Um, 
uh, as we were just uh, talking about it, they were like, well, if you were, how much would you offer? I'm like, oh, I don't know. We struck a deal. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and my wife, I turned to my wife, and she says, sure, buy it. Yeah. And it's like, we're driving home. She's like, well, what's the matter? I was like, I wasn't prepared to be buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared <laughs> for another resto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's a, it's a true out behind the barn uh, story. Really? Yeah. I was, I was like, digging around and I saw the pictures. Yeah. It looked like it came out of a, a, sl- a slate like mine or something. All kinds yeah. of stuff there. Um, it had not run since 1980. Wow! Wow! Yeah, the guy had. <laughs> oh my goodness! The guy had bought it um, out of uh, Allentown in a used car lot, um, and uh, drove it for two or three years. Went into the service, parked it in a garage. It stayed there until about nineteen ninety five ish, and then he brought it to his house, and it sat outside behind the barn. In the weather. <laughs> in the weather. In the weather. Away. Yeah, when we picked <sighs> it up, he said, he said, yeah, I should have covered that car. Because... Even covering it, I wonder if it would have done anything. <laughs> well, it, it, the underside was, was pretty good. Oh, okay. Because where he had it parked, um, he had leveled an area that was on shale. Uh-huh. Oh, So yeah. the moisture Not didn't moisture. stay there, and the, the, the uh, well, the, the yeah. driver's side floor had rusted the passenger side floor it only had a couple spots on it the rear frame wow. rails were good it's amazing um, mustang around here yeah <laughs> the problem with it is that he didn't cover it and water mm-hmm. got into the cowl eventually mm-hmm. ate f- that away infamous cowl yes. water situation dripped yes. down into the one side floor and routed mm-hmm. that out and the frame rails got inside the frame. Oh, wow. And which I missed that when I mm. um, originally looked at it. Yeah. yeah. But I, would uh, that have changed your mind? It may have because okay. I wasn't prepared to be buying it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. But it looked good on, from the outside, but it rusted from the inside out. Right. And so when I was cleaning up the floorboards and the, um, the torque boxes were, were rusted through. So uh. I started, poking around with a screwdriver and yeah right through through. Mm -hmm. um so i did i was like okay i'll i'm not afraid to tackle this job Mm -hmm. figuring it would take (laughs) me some time Mm -hmm. but i did from a friend um hooked me up with somebody who restores mustangs he does metal work he'll do full restoration but his his thing is he does metal work he gets them in gets them out and um it's what he does yeah, day you, in, day out. When you do that all the time, it goes so mm-hmm. much easier. Yeah, it, um, it is. He um, he had picked it up, did both frame rails, uh, the torque boxes, tow boards, and one of the uh, the trailing arms uh, oh, brackets okay. um, for yeah. very reasonable price. Yeah, that's two tough. weeks. Wow, get out! That's fast. Yeah. That's really fast. Yeah. So I asked him about how long mm-hmm. it was going to take before he did it, and he said. Oh, probably about forty hours. Yeah. Wow. And so he he would just he would just get in. He's a young guy, so he can you know he's he can like, still he's move a, around. Easy. Yeah. He's a contortionist, so he can yeah. get in there and weld. And well, he gets out. in there with his, his plasma cutter. You know? Okay. Just buzzes out the uh, spot welds, knows exactly where to cut, yep. and takes it out. I was thinking he, had, wow. he would have to take the shock towers out because everything I read was take yeah. shock towers yep, out yep, and, yep. and the fender aprons yep. out. He knew exactly where to go. He braces the car correctly yeah 
and uh, he's got a metal floor, a quarter, a quarter inch plate metal floor. Everything's all level and everything. And wow! So he and knows what he's doing. I, I this did. Is yeah. Fantastic. And he just took the frame rails out, put them right back in, did a little repair, and boom! Wow. I I had a classic Mustang too yeah, at I one time. You, I yeah. You me. yeah, yeah, for like fifteen years, and I did the same thing. And it took fifteen years to do that, <laughs> not two weeks. Well, I I, I figured I looked at what he was going to charge me, and the three plus years it would take me. Just absolutely, to do that. Yeah. yes. The frustration. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's a good deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get willing to pay for that, and yeah. you're like, you know what? It'll get done this way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you know, the restoration's kind of stalled right now because I'm involved with the Mustang Club. And, yeah. yeah. And they do road rallies. and Oh, yeah. And, and I would discuss that, uh, too. A lot of stuff. Yeah. So it's been pretty much sitting for the last two years without too mm. much work. But it's not – now that the, the metal work is done, it's not as daunting, if you will, because that's stuff that you may have struggled with. But you know how to do all the other stuff, yeah, you know. Like the, the, the floor pans, I uh, the floor pan I needed to replace. I put that in the door repair and the quarter panels and the uh, rear tail panel. I, um, I'll do, and that's not right. a problem. I have yeah. experience with doing that right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. The, the, that other that interior stuff or like guts yeah. stuff is <laughs> like, oh my, am I going to get it right? Is it going to be straight? You know all that kind of stuff, yeah. so it's and good. The, the uh, so the car's solid now. Cool. It's, it's the the bones of it are good. Yeah. Um, the, it's pretty much a shell. There's some sort of things still on it, but the things that are off the car have, as I would take them off, I would restore those bits and pieces. Uh, mm, okay. And box them, label them. them, put them in, the, put them on the shelf. Okay. Uh, the interior is out of the car, um, but it's. I reupholstered, did all the reupholstering, oh, have all the good. interior down in the basement, which my wife loves. <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but, but it is all together, and once the metal work's done and it's painted, it's just going to be like putting a big model kit together. Oh, that's going to be awesome. awesome. That's going to be so great. So we're going to take a break really quick, and then we're going to go back and come back after break and speak with Tony, who has a washer fluid question and a differential fluid question. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Welcome back to Idle Talk on 830 AM WEU and 1160 AM WBYN. And uh, if you have a car question, give us a call, 610-374-8800, or toll-free, new toll-free number, 1-888-401-0459. We're going to go to Tony here. He has a washer fluid question. Ashley said not a not a differential question. <laughs> I thought it was a differential uh, question. It says different Tony on the screen, and she thought it said differential. <laughs> okay. Anyway. But anyway. Tony. We're having a good time. Hey. Hey, Tony. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, not. I don't know if it's as sophisticated <laughs> as that, but um, I, uh, I, when my light comes on, it says low wash. Mm-hmm. And I fill it up, and uh, the one time I refilled it, um, you know, the light stayed on. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't know what the heck's going on. Uh, you know, it's 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 always full, mm-hmm. but the light keeps coming on. So, and I have an o, and I have an O seven Dodge Ram. O seven Dodge Ram pickup. Okay. Well, Tony, what what's probably happening is there's like a sensor in the bottom of that, in that tank. 
And a lot of times they have it like wrapped in, it's like a piece of metal wrapped in plastic. And over time the the plastic breaks down and it actually will stick and cause that to, um, to like when you fill it, the level, the level won't move. So like that sensor just won't move. So even though you filled it up, it still thinks it's empty because that sensor's bad. Um, a lot of times if you were able to find a sensor and unplug it, that message will go away without actually having to purchase a new, um, without actually having to purchase a new washer bottle. Cause a lot of them, you have to buy a whole washer fluid bottle to be able to fix that. Wow. So do, where would I find this, uh, sensor? They usually are like on the bottom of the bottle. I'm trying to think where it is on the on a Dodge pickup. I don't know. He's, he's digging yeah, deep here. Digging you see deep the wheels here. churning. Yeah, the wheels are turning. I'm looking at the ceiling. Um, oh gosh, I need to get my computer in here, and I could tell you exactly where it's at. But it, it, you're gonna have to look. I think those washer bottles are down in the in behind like the wheel well a little or by the wheel a little bit. Um, but you want to kind of find that bottle and where it's located, where you know down from where you fill it there. And look down and look for wiring coming out. There'll be like a, usually the pump will be round and you're looking and the connector will go into that. You're going to be looking for the other connector that goes into that bottle. Um, yeah, so don't yeah. unplug the pump because you still want that. Yeah, you're still going to need to wash your pump. Yeah, but, just don't, uh, the sensor. Yeah, unplug the sensor and that should make that message go away. All right, well. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I think we lost you. Yeah. Well, good luck, Tony. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Okay, so we're going to go to another call. We're going to go to Alan in Reading. He is a 1984 Dodge diplomat. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Alan, are you there? I'm here. All right. Let's hear your question. Okay. I have wiper linkage that came apart on the driver's side. Okay. And it's underneath a panel that's very hard to get to. Uh, I don't know if it's going to take complete linkage. It, there's some bushings that you can buy, so I don't know how this thing goes back together again. Okay. Don, any any uh, input on an 84 <laughs> Dodge Diplomat? I'm not a Dodge guy. Okay. <laughs> the, the Fords have uh, some of those linkages were either stamped together or some of them had a little clip that tended mm-hmm. to rust away and let that linkage fall apart. Okay. Okay. I don't know how uh, <laughs> I Dodge think put their I th- linkage together. If I remember, Dodge used like a plastic on theirs, and the plastic gives up. Um, a lot of times those kits you can buy, um, there's kits you can buy to put the linkage back together and put new bushings in it. And a lot of that stuff, you got to dig the old parts out with a screwdriver, and you can put the new ones in. Um, a lot of times when you purchase one of those kits, they'll show you how the wiper linkage needs to be positioned to work correctly. Um, I, I should have brought my computer we're, we're with digging me. Deep. I, I'm digging deep. I wish deep. I could help you a little oh. bit more, but we, that's, uh, that's definitely, uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a little more than what I have here in my fingertips. Yeah. I'm ill prepared. Well, and it's, it's my fault. It's, yeah. So. <laughs> 
But Did uh, that, does that help at all, Alan? I'm sorry. Well, uh, I know it takes a, you know the plastic bushing. Mm-hmm. If I would stop by there, um, I try to look in, inside, and you could barely see it. It's yeah. If you want to stop by, we can definitely yeah, take we can a peek at take it an eyeball and see how it. to how how to help you to put that back together. Okay, I'd appreciate that very yeah, much. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, swing by. I mean, we're 8 to 5. You know we're where, there every day. Do you know where we're at? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm about 10 minutes away. Okay, okay. good. All yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. We can we can just take an eyeball and, see, and kind of give you a direct, get you in the right direction in terms of taking it apart and that kind of thing. Because sometimes taking, especially outside stuff apart, is kind of a little frightening so yeah some of the older cars you have to be extra careful too you know the plastic's getting old and and uh you know it, it's just getting it's it's getting hard to find the older stuff yeah right so. I, I found the bushings you can get them at advance oh hmm. good cool that's good excellent all right we'll swing by we we'd love to see you yeah okay great thanks thank alan right. thank you okay thank you. and we're gonna go one more call uh garth in warnersville has a 2005 ford 500. Hello, Garth. Yes, yes good evening. Yeah, I've got a drivability issue with this thing here. I'm not sure if it's uh, if it's the anti-lock brake system or it's the transmission, but usually you'll be um, under deceleration. Okay. And this thing will uh, it'll it'll just hammer. You think the whole car is coming apart. Oh. So I don't know if the I'm not sure if it's in the anti-lock brake that's doing it or if it's the uh, transmission can't decide whether it wants to upshift, downshift, and it's constantly jumping back and forth. Hmm. Is it, how many miles are on it? Uh, I think it's got like 140,000 okay. on it. Wow. Something okay. like that, I think. Okay. Well, do you know... Is it a CVT transmission in that, or if it's a regular? No, I think it's a six-speed. It's a six-speed. Okay. Yeah. All right. And when this happens, are you on the brake, or are you just slowing, like coasting? No, no decelerating. Decelerating. So you're just foot off the brake and off the gas and just kind of coasting. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, slowing down for, you're slowing down coming up to a stop sign or for turning the road mm-hmm. or what have you. Mm-hmm. So you get off and it shakes. Is it all-wheel drive? Uh, it is not. Okay. Because mm-hmm. some of those had issues with the four-wheel drive stuff. I if I would say it's probably going to be in your transmission mm-hmm. if you're not on the brakes, or well, you would you would if you're not on the brakes, the anti lock brakes shouldn't be activating. No, um, I know I had an issue with uh, with an Impala I had where the where the um, it took the wheel unit, mm-hmm. you know, because that it activated it thought yeah. the other wheel was spinning and you know mm-hmm. it, it, it did. Did that when when that first happened to me, I thought the car was going to come apart. Yeah, yeah, those those do like a weird thing when you're coming to a stop and you feel like you're going to go through a stop sign with yeah, those. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, this one, the, the my Impala, it, it did it while I was under acceleration going uh, up the oh. hill. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, and, uh, that'd be a little terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, my brother was checking into this thing. He's reading stuff on the internet. There, people, people said about the that Ford admits there's this issue, but uh, they don't have an answer to fix it. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah, I I know those transmissions had a couple issues. Um, those uh-huh. cars also have um, 
wiring issues too. Oh, they do. Yes, they have. Okay. Uh, there's a harness that runs right above the exhaust manifold, and over time, all the wires melt together. Um, mm-hmm. We've gone in right there. Right side or left? Um, it's actually on the back of the the head, like okay. at the against the firewall at the windshield. Okay. And Runs they all, the, yeah, like you pull right the right side, the left side mm-hmm. across there. Yep, has all the transmission stuff and a whole bunch of engine stuff in it and that melts together on those okay we've we've been in there on a couple of those and fixed the wiring on them they're they're pretty ugly to to go and fix yeah yeah I, I wish they cram stuff in much harder than what they do. <laughs> oh, no, they're, we, they're, yeah, they're they're they so much more delightful. They, they like you know? that. Well, <laughs> our, our guys like that, too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gar. thank you so much for the call. We have All to go right, to a break. Good luck with everything. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. Welcome back. Uh, to Idle Talk with Ashley and Tom. Uh, we're here with Don on WEU and WBYN. We're just finishing up our conversation with Don because he is the, the um, a master at car restoration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, working on I, it. I do the okay. Home car. Not, a, not a professional by any means. Well, I, yeah, do, but you, I do very well. You enjoy it and you have fun. Yeah. And that is what the what is really important about you know, restoring cars because it is a labor of love. It is something that is enjoyable and frustrating all at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, blood, sweat, and tears, and tears. Um, Sometimes all at the same oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine was a lot of tears. Well, yeah, for me, you did what? What? How much? How much came in the mail now? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just when I did the first one, I didn't want to be the be that guy that just tore it all apart and got frustrated and just sold it and sold it in pieces. Yeah. So when I did that, I, I because of the I needed to do quite a bit around the car. So mm-hmm. I, I chose the floor pans to do first. Taught myself to weld doing oh, wow. those types of things. Wow. And then kind of work my way at a quarter at a time so mm-hmm. I didn't get overwhelmed by the whole project. That is a fantastic piece of advice for anyone who is thinking about or wondering if they should dive into a restoration project. Um, what are some pieces of advice for someone who's who they have their first love car and they found it again and it needs a little bit of love? What would you want to uh, first, well, it, first thing? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> research what you want to do. Um, make sure that you, you have the determination to see it through. Yeah. Um, longevity yeah this is sure. this is not an hour hour show yeah. like uh oh um yeah it's not like uh, watching yeah. those cars like it is no. not yeah. like gas monkey garage no no um make sure you have an understanding family <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 absolutely um, and don't ever expect to have time and money at the same time because they never <laughs> that's the truth happened um the, the green one that I'm restoring, uh, I haven't had the opportunity to work on it, like I said, yeah. for the last year or two. Well, and now you have it's, a grandbaby, too. Yeah, so Yeah, it's it's and another one on the way. Uh, <gasps> oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, so it, it, it bothers me that I'm not getting to it, but yeah. my point of getting it when I started was to enjoy it. If I, if I made it a job for myself. Oh, you would hate it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to hate it. So if it's if it's sitting for a while, that's fine. So you basically you're saying give yourself permission to not work on it yeah. and don't make yourself crazy yeah. by thinking that you absolutely have to work on it every free moment. Yeah. Because that will make you crazy. And if you have OCD, 
in certain <laughs> levels that'll help you with your perfection of everything, but it could also drive you crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Because <laughs> if it's got to be perfect. <laughs> it, but it's an old car. It'll never be perfect. Well, it depends I mean, on what you're going to do with it. Are you that's gonna, true. Are you, you going to put it on a... Uh, you know, a, a show circuit where it's going to be judged and to, by the very best. That's one thing. It's not, that's not mm-hmm. for an amateur. Yeah. If but also just to preempt that to be judged by the, and to see what's the very best, you have got to have a thick skin Yeah, because they'll know, they know which nut and bolt has to be where, oh, and yeah. I've watched them do those, those judging. It's crazy. And the overspray has got to be right on. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so next, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you that. No, that's fine. Um, you know, it's, it's, well, I forgot what I'm Sorry, train <laughs> of thought, uh, out the window. Thanks, Ching. Ashley. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's just, um, you know, just take it one day at a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my, the advice is, like mine, I, the things that are off the car have been restored and it's ready to go back together so i know i'm getting through the hard stuff now mm-hmm. but when i'm so once i'm done with it that's when the fun and the right. the energy gets going and you, you get motivated because you start to see it come together yeah because yeah, you get all excited and you pull it all apart and then you see all this stuff all over the place and you're like you get overwhelmed it's yeah, a parts pile yeah, yeah it becomes a part and, and before you take it apart take pictures yeah the nice thing about these phones now (laughs) instead of having the old time film cameras or even just Mm -hmm. a digital camera it's it's easy reference yeah and and you also know like when i took that picture because you can go back into the properties and say oh oh that's when i did that you know and and know exactly when it came apart and or or exactly how it went together Mm -hmm. maybe analytical and say okay well you know, once you take everything off the firewall, it's just a, a you know, a, a Parts blank pile. firewall mm-hmm. and they're with a bunch of holes in it. It's like, okay, so which <laughs> bolt went in where? Mm-hmm. And so you can get it working right. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Tom Tom had an old Mustang that he took apart. And, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know. He We joke that he can't remember anniversaries, birthdays, sometimes people's names. But he knows that this part had six bolts like this one ashley can you dig through this big coffee can of nuts and bolts and find five other ones that look like this i'm like how do you know that there's five other ones that look like that yeah i i i'm one of the fortunate ones with that same affliction yeah yeah <laughs> i hate affliction. it friends, I friends hate love it. to go to swap meets with me because they're saying i'm looking for this this and this and i'll just walk past and say oh there's there. it's yep. right there yep, it's right there that'll you fit i swear it. i promise yeah. like i it's, yeah. A, yeah, it's it's a picture in your brain I'm like that with I, – I can remember people's names pretty well. So that's yeah. that's the thing I have going for me, I suppose. But, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, everyone's got something. Everyone has something. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, any parting uh, parting words? We have to start wrapping up here because the news is coming up next. Any no, parting words? Um, you know, thanks for having me. It's this a, is a, great. Good, oh, this is great. Good, and, and congratulations on your new show. Thank you. This yeah. is just – I'm super thrilled. So – and we're glad you agreed to come in and talk. Yeah. Oh, sure. And Ashley was afraid we'd have to fill an hour. And, of like, you know, what and, do we talk about? <laughs> well, it'd well, be like a, idle talk. We had a, we had a help from a few callers. Yeah, so. we appreciate the call-ins. <laughs> so anyway, this is uh, Tom and Ashley from yep. King's Auto Repair, West Reading, 732 Penn Avenue, 610-376-3892. Our website? KingsAutoRepairInc.com. And our Facebook? King's Auto Repair Inc. And, and 
Idle Talk Radio. If you have any questions that uh, you want you, us to answer on the air, you can message us through Facebook or call the shop. Um, I'd prefer on the Idle Talk page, yeah. you know, because then it's an open forum and everybody can see it. Everyone can see it, so it's good stuff. So, are All we? Right. Did we fill our minute? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week.